Hey there, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. Well, you've thought about doing your own podcast, let me tell you, it's not near as hard as it used to be. I launched a podcast back in 2008, and it was crazy difficult to get it listed everywhere where listeners were, which back then wasn't really that many places. But now, podcasts are everywhere, and with a platform like Buzzsprout, you can be all over the place with one click, plus a great-looking website, analytics, and more. That's why... We use Buzzsprout. So follow the link in the show notes, and that'll let Buzzsprout know that we sent you, and you'll get a $20 credit if you sign up for a paid plan. Plus, it helps support our show as well. Again, down in the show notes with Buzzsprout. Let's go! All right, let's get this show on the road! Five, four, three, two, one. Let's go, woo! This is the Ike Wingate Show. Top of the morning, everyone. Join the show now. Text 870-505-1518. Here's your host, Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Good morning and welcome to Thursday, January 11th, 2024. So glad you're here with us. Bright and early celebrity birthdays on the way. Random facts this day in history. And there was a study where people were asked if they could tell when a chicken was clucking in a happy way or not. We'll get to the results of that. 74% of Gen Z are blank, stranger than fiction. A taco blows up a microwave and it results in some shenanigans. A new Alexa-powered bidet is out. We'll also get to your outdoor moment with Chase Tressler at Innovation Outdoors in the 8 o'clock hour. Some tips on how to improve your vocabulary and a whole lot more, all brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com or call 479-253-1234. Good morning. And it is time now for your celebrity birthdays here on Thursday, January 11th, 2024. Australian singer Cody Simpson is 27. He has several millions of followers on Instagram, by the way. Lindsay Arnold, Dancing with the Stars Pro, is 30 today. Aja Aja Naomi King, who plays Michaela on How to Get Away with Murder, is 39. Rockman Dunbar, who is C-Note on Prison Break, is 51. Amanda Peet from HBO's Togetherness and the Whole Nine Yards, 52. Mary J. Blige, singer, 53. Let's see. Kylie Richards, 55 today. She's on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. The guitarist for No Doubt, Tom Dumont, is 56. Jason Connolly, Sean Connolly's son, is 61 today. Kind of got into a little Walter Concrete there. Walter Concrete. Well, that's it. That's all our celebrity birthdays. It's National Take the Stairs Day today. And on this day in history, President Theodore Roosevelt declared that the Grand Canyon is a national monument to preserve its natural beauty. That happened on this date in 1908. See here. Keith Richard. Keith Richards convicted of cocaine possession on this date in 1977. Adam's Groove by MC Hammer peaked at number seven on the pop singles chart on this date in 1992. Carlton Fisk, Tony Perez elected into the Baseball Hall of Fame on this date in 2007. 
In 2006, Eminem and his ex-wife Kim Mathers applied for a marriage license in Michigan, and they remarried three days later. Their second marriage only lasted 11 weeks before Eminem filed for divorce. In 2009, Heath Ledger won Best Supporting Actor at the Golden Globes for playing the Joker in The Dark Knight. He would also win an Oscar for it a month later. Mark McGuire admitted he was using enhanced por- per, uh, p- performing enhancing drugs when he broke the single-season home run record. That was in 1998 that he broke the record. He didn't admit it until 2010. And Ryan Reynolds won the Best Superhero Award at the People's Choice Awards for Green Lantern on this date in 2012. Those are your celebrity birthdays and this day in history. Good morning. And it is that time of morning for your Random Facts. The chemical compound that makes up a raspberry taste, the raspberry taste, the chemical compound that makes a raspberry taste the way it does is abundant across the entire universe. If you could taste the universe, it would taste like a raspberry. I don't think I would I don't think I would like to taste the universe. There are over 250,000 deaths a year due to medical error. That's reassuring. A pregnant woman's dental health can affect her unborn child. Dental health. Your spit, a.k.a. saliva, is 99% water and 1% protein and salts. Horned toads can squirt blood out of their eyes. That's nasty. And finally... 68% of people suffer from phantom vibration syndrome. 68% of people. That is the feeling that one's phone is vibrating when it's not. I suffer from that. Even when my phone isn't even in my pocket. I think, oh, I just got a text. I don't even have my phone on me. So I'm one of the 68%. Are you? Phantom vibration syndrome. Those are your random facts. Good morning. Well, you've been chasing around those chickens trying to see what are they talking about when they're clucking this way and that. We'll tell you what that means. First, let me tell you, today's show brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com or call them at 479-253-1234. This is a study that was done at the University of Queensland. They have found that humans can tell if chickens are excited or just displeased by the sound of their clucks. The professor there, Joerg, Jorg, Jorg Henning, said researchers investigated whether humans could correctly identify the context of calls or clucking sounds made by domestic chickens. In this study, we used recordings of chickens vocalizing in all different scenarios from a previous experiment, the professor said. Two calls were produced in anticipation of a reward, which we called the food call and the fast cluck. Two other call types were produced in non-reward contexts, such as food being withheld, which we called the whine and gackle calls. Researchers played the audio files back to test whether humans could tell in which context the chicken's sounds were made and whether various demographics and levels of experience with chickens affected their correct identification. (laughs) basically chicken translation they found that nearly 70 percent of all participants could correctly tell if a chicken sounded excited or displeased 
He says it's a remarkable result and further strengthens evidence that humans have the ability to perceive the emotional context of vocalizations made by different species. No word on what exactly we'll do with this research that no doubt cost money, but now we know whether a chicken is mad or not. I'm sure there's plenty of you out there that could identify that as well. And now it's scientific, my friends. Well, do you know someone that is part of the Gen Z generation? Anybody born between 1997 and 2012. So basically they're anywhere from 11 years old now to 26 years old. Well, according to new data, the young folks believe they have a rebellious spirit. Yeah, young folks typically do. These young folks have technology as well. According to new data, 74% of Gen Zers are likely to live their life in a, quote, rebellious fashion. Some of them have found that breaking standard lifestyle conventions has led to positive changes in their self-confidence and their convictions. They were also asked what rules and conventions were worth breaking, and the top answer was having an unconventional job like a YouTuber or a tattoo artist. Other popular responses were breaking stereotypical norms, dress codes for social events, or going to a four-year college directly out of high school. Those were the norms that they were okay with breaking as a, quote, rebellious nature. Social norms at gatherings, like leaving without saying goodbye to the host, was another one. And having a typical nine-to-five work week was also something they were willing to break the norm on. Got to keep an eye out for these Gen Zers. They are breaking the norm, breaking the stereotypical norms. They don't acknowledge the dress code. They don't go to school, to college, out of high school. They like to leave without saying goodbye to the host. That's not cool. I've never been able to be one of those people. I kind of envy the people that leave a party or event, and you're like, where'd they go? I'm always annoyed because I'm like, they didn't even say goodbye. But I envy them because they can leave like that and they don't have to do the long goodbyes and go through the whole thing and they're just out. So I'm a little jealous, but a little perturbed and a little annoyed. I don't know. Yeah, I'm jealous that they can do that. I can't. I always have to I always have to say the goodbye. Just have to. I'm t- seems like we're always one of the last ones there, too. Anyway, that's my problem, not yours. But Gen Z doesn't have that problem. Good morning. It's time for Stranger Than Fiction. Well, in the explosion heard round the burrito, an angry customer at a Taco Bell restaurant recently accused an employee of blowing up his microwave and then proceeded to slap the worker in the face. Apparently, the guy took the taco home and put it in the microwave, and it blew up the guy's microwave. Here is sound of the incident. I'm under all these food. Plus, you guys are going to pay for my microwave. It blew up. Oh, you're smiling. What's going on with you, bro? Yeah, you heard the slap there. He came in and said, you blew up my microwave. I want you to replace my microwave. They smiled, and he didn't like it, so he slapped them in disgust. Apparently, some fast food packaging 
has tinfoil in it, which could cause sparking and fires inside of a microwave. My guess is this guy's microwave is probably on its last leg anyway, and it's his fault he put the taco in there with tinfoil. That's stranger than fiction, everybody. Good morning. Well, is 2024 the year that we reach peak laziness? It's sure looking like it. Recently at the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas, the bathroom brand Kohler, which makes all kinds of stuff, they are pushing a new bidet. You know what a bidet does. Yeah, it cleans your backside. This bidet connects to Alexa or Google Home to offer voice-activated cleansing. My goodness. Once the washing is done, you can ask Alexa to dry your fanny so you don't have to push a button, basically. Both features are offered in the new Kohler Bidet Pure Wash E930 model. It retails for $2,149. Just the bidet, not a toilet. Just the bidet itself. Anyway... Uh, Kohler does offer their Numi smart toilet that came out a few years back, but this is supposed to be a more affordable option, I guess. The full toilet is $11,000. It also has surround sound speakers. Now, that, that that's kind of interesting, actually. I'm kind of intrigued by that, but not for $11,000. You really want to listen to something in there, then you know, bring a Bluetooth or something. Anyway, there you go. Peak laziness. Don't even have to push buttons. A voice-activated bidet. What's next? Good morning. And a very pleasant good morning to you. Every Thursday at this time, you know what it is. It is our Outdoor Moment with Chase Tressler at Innovation Outdoors. Good morning to you, Chase. Well, good morning, Ike. I hope everybody's going to enjoy this last day of nice warm weather for a few days. Get out and enjoy the sunshine, the warm temps, because uh, the winter mix is moving in tomorrow, and then there's going to be some cold temperatures over the weekend. A few days next week, might not even get above freezing. So uh, take care of all your water sources, your outdoor spigots and hydrants. Uh, make sure your livestock and your pets have got water uh, so they don't freeze up and stay frozen. They depend on you to help them out for that. But on the uh, outdoor, the hunting side of things this morning, I'm going to talk a little bit about the uh, deer that are shedding their antlers. If you you're out trying to fill a deer tag, uh, maybe trying to fill a freezer, maybe just harvest some does late season. Do be aware that the bucks have started shedding their antlers. Now I've seen them, I, I've seen them shed antlers personally as early as November. Normally when they shed antlers that early, it's due to injury, stress, or lack of, of nutrition. A good healthy deer will normally hold on to its antlers till January, February, around that time and before they drop them. For those of you who may not be familiar with what I'm talking about, a deer any of the deer family in North America, whether it's uh, white-tailed deer, mule deer, elk, even uh, moose up in the northern range, they are the deer family and they shed antlers. They do not have horns. Horns is something that's grown by an animal, say a sheep or a goat or cattle, and they don't ever lose those. Once they grow them, they keep them throughout their life unless they're broken off, damaged, or cut off. The deer grow their antlers in the early summer and into fall, and then they shed them in the late winter to start regrowing. So that's a little background on the deer, the antlers and the horn difference. So deer have antlers. They grow them every every summer 
and then they shed them every winter. But right now the deer have been shedding their antlers. I've been seeing that people's been finding them. I personally have seen several on my game cameras, mainly my younger bucks that have already shed their antlers. And then uh, it's coming. I've My cousin killed a good buck uh, a couple weeks ago. We saw the uh, ring around the antlers, which is indicating it's, it's losing blood circulation around there. It's gonna be falling off soon if it hadn't been harvested. So just be aware of that, take binoculars, be looking at the heads of these animals that you're shooting. So if you're going for does, you don't accidentally harvest a buck that shed its antlers and uh, you can kind of see what's been in there. If there are still bucks coming to your feeder that might be there for next year that you know have dropped their antlers. So just be aware of that. Also, if you want to get out looking for antlers, some shed antlers, be looking around those brushy field lines and tree lines, areas where they might be jumping the fence, um, stuff like that, around bedding areas. I've found several antlers around feeding sites where they've been in there and feeding and lost them. Do not, it is illegal to put any type of antler trap. And I'm not going to go into details on how these are made, but basically it's a device or some type of material people put up to get the antlers hung up in and it pulls the deer, try to pull away from it this time of year, causing them maybe to lose their antlers prematurely. It can injure the deer and implement growth for next year. So that's illegal in Arkansas. Don't be doing that. That's a no-no. But get out and look for them and you may be able to find some shed antlers before the squirrels get to them. So everybody have a great weekend. Stay warm. Take care of all your water sources, your livestock. Remember that, and we'll talk to you next week. Well, we're in the new year. Maybe this is the year that you decide to improve your vocabulary. I don't know, but there are some tips here from Reader's Digest. The English language has one of the highest word counts in the world, over 170,000 published words in the Oxford Dictionary. But the average English-speaking adult only uses 20 to 35,000 words. Still seems like a lot. Plenty of room for improvement, though, right? Here are some tips on how to learn new words and sound smarter. Isn't that what it's always about, you know? People use these crazy words, and it's like, nobody knows what that means. Why use it? Well, it's to sound smarter. The first one sounds pretty easy. Watch movies, especially the adaptations of your favorite book. Okay. Listen to the radio. That's another tip. Yes, yeah. Well, you're doing the right thing right now. Good job. I know you get lots of words, new words from listening to this show. Uh, Read to your children is another way to learn new words or, you know, to your nieces or nephews, whomever. Uh, Another tip is when reading on a tablet, if you come across a word you don't know, there's usually a feature where you can highlight it and see the dictionary definition. Yeah, I do that. Back when I read a lot on my iPad, I would do that. I've gone back to actual hard, you know, hard, you know, real life books. You know, I just like them better now. I like to be able to go back and reference them. I like the look of them on the shelf. You can loan them to people or give them to people. It's just, I don't know. I like it better. Another tip on learning new words, become an expert on a topic you enjoy. You'll learn new words that you can use when talking to people about your interests. Another option is join a book club. It's a good way to discover new books that you normally wouldn't read. My wife is in a book club with some other ladies, and it just seems like it's more about hanging out and having a little party than it is about the book. But don't tell her I said that. The other uh, tips are read magazine articles. Don't just look at the pictures. And stop being a hermit. Get out of the house. Go to museums or new places. That, That will expose you to new words. So those are some tips from Reader's Digest. Something you can do in the new year to improve your vocabulary. And most importantly, sound smarter. (laughs) They didn't put a uh, tip on there for 
you know, start using an English accent. Well, uh, <laughs> I guess that's not an English accent, but anyway, do whatever you want with it. Good morning. Thanks for being here. Very pleasant. Good morning to you. Today's show brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law. Online at OzarkJustice.com or call them at 479-253-1234. You sitting in the office right now? When you leave your desk, do you turn on the out-of-office response? Apparently, a lot of people do. Or maybe you're on Slack or some other tool at work and you say out-of-office on there when you actually weren't out of the office. Someone polled hundreds of people who work from home, and a third said that they've done this before, but only 8% have been caught. So I guess it's a low-risk thing. I'm not trying to talk you into doing something you shouldn't do, but here are the top five reasons that we will fib about being away from our computer. 7% of people said they turned their out-of-office response on to take a nap. Wow, that's bold. Mm-hmm. Others say they turn on their out-of-office response to do chores around the house. That's 12%. 14% said to go run an errand. Then you truly are out of the office. So, you know. I can understand this one. Number two is to work without being distracted. So you turn on the out of office. Leave me alone, people. I got to get some real work done. That's 20% of people. And 25% of people said that when they need to take a mental break, they turn on their out of office. What other reasons did these folks miss? Let me know. Do you take advantage of the out of office or I'm... Do not disturb, out of office, whatever. Don't bother me so people will leave you alone. This is primarily for people that work from home. If you're in the office and you have an office, I guess you could shut the door, turn on your out of office, and hope that no one knocks. Good luck with that and good morning. Hey, I want to tell you about another podcast I'm doing, one that is shining a light in the dark corners of our media, our government, and our culture. It's the Ike Wingate Show. You can find it at IkeWingate.com. Please subscribe to it, listen to it. It's a longer-form, unfiltered podcast that delves deep into the issues that are happening in our culture. So check it out, please. Hey, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. It's an honor to know you've been listening and hanging out with us. We know you got choices, and believe me, we appreciate that you made this choice. We'd love to spread the word. We need your help with that. Leave us a review, rate us, whatever you can, because that'll help spread the word on the show. You want to contact us, hit us up, show at IkeWingate.com. We're on Insta. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're everywhere. Just type in the Ike Wingate Show. Have a great day.